it's crazy because I've been in the studios with Jay and Jay Z, and Jay obviously is like, you know, oh shit, hove. But when I seen Raekwon, it just brought back like the ten year old kid in me, like, oh right. shit, this dude from Wu Tang. <laughs> We're here. We got uh, Spanish Rand. Dude's yes, cool as fuck. Yes, We've guest. been chilling here for like two hours now. It's yeah, catching got, up. Got uh, the drinks ready. My uh, very, very good friend, brother, Spanish Rand. Appreciate and that. blessed us, you know, stopping by, you know, kind of talk about his beginnings and how he started. And you just and dropped a new album, right? Yes, sir. Yes, Let's sir. go. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah, you yep. dropped it yesterday. Yep. Long way, long, uh, long way to reach heaven. Long way to reach heaven. You dropped it yesterday on my website, SpanishRand.com. Uh, yeah, check it out. You and know? we were just, you were just playing yeah. that for us. And that was really cool. You guys had the, um, you said you filmed it on like a recorder, right? Like an yeah, old yeah. VHS show. <laughs> it's dope. Yeah. Yeah. professional. More you talk, less you know. Yes or no. Hug the block. Kiss my bitch. X and no. Set the tone. This the church. Second home. My bitch's purse. Bitch's purse. Bitch's purse. Oh, that was stuff. one. Of, that was one of the videos. That was the one. That was one go. of the videos. But we got another one that it was pretty much we made it look like a VHS, but with the filters and everything, you can manipulate it with make the it grainy look like, film and everything. Exactly, yeah. you can make it look like a certain way, a certain texture that you wanted. With, I noticed more. Yeah. I noticed more and more like that. That type of quality, like everybody's reverting back to that old, like mm -hmm. that VHS different. style, like you, you like even that. like Euphoria, like the HBO show. Yep, yep, yep. The way that it's filmed is that type of. It's like dark. Yeah, they, the way they film that shit is crazy. You see, you saw, it's like, you seen it? Yeah, yeah, hell yeah, yeah. It's like three. It make it look three D ish, right? They go around like, like yeah. paranormal. Like what's the what's the what's the saying? Um, it's like different different angles of the Panam way. Par yeah, par uh, paranormal. Par 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the way they, they do the angles and how they circular back into like from past to present and all that, that shit is ill. I, you don't really see that with shows nowadays. But yeah. That's one of my favorite They're, shows, minus the extra shit that they do. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they were saying that that particular camera was like discontinued up until that movie came out. I mean, not that movie, my bad, the, the show. Until the show came out, that particular camera that they used was discontinued. They brought it back because of that, because people were like, they found people were like, into it, yeah, I think there's, there's a want for it. Yo, the crazy thing about that show, it gives you like a certain anxiety, right? Because you don't know what the hell to expect, right? It's one of them shows that you don't know what's what's taking place because there's so many things going on for at every once. character at once. Yeah, because the stories are wild. That's why. Yeah, like, that show is crazy. They all bro. got you. You seen it? They yeah. all got a crazy ass story. That's why. But it's some, but it is is going on at the same time, like different scenarios, but it's yeah. going on in one scene. It's like it's crazy. Yeah. Euphoria. I think I, I like the way it, I like the way it flows. I like the way it goes from one character and it goes like seamless right into the right into the next. Plus with Sandaya, right? Like she she started off as a Disney character. Yeah. She, how you go from Disney to like like fucking junkie right after that? Right. Like, it's like crazy. Damn, like, I crazy. gotta watch that. You never, seen, you never saw Euphoria? Yeah, yeah. Euphoria, Euphoria is crazy. I, I was know. gonna watch it, but um, it's a good show. It's not on Netflix, right? It's on HBO. Yeah, HBO. that's the thing because like I want to. I only watch. I, I can't watch shows. I get addicted to them. But I was like, I'm only gonna watch shows if I'm on the treadmill, and I don't have HBO in the basement. So. <laughs> oh, so you work out when you work out, like on the bike yeah. or something? Yeah, I'm just on the treadmill, just walking. That's how I watch The Wire. When I, you ever seen The Wire? No. Yeah, I, so yeah, I was late on it also, but it's like a cult classic show mm -hmm. on HBO also, and uh, I always was like, I'm always reminding myself like I'm gonna watch it, I'm gonna watch it, I'm gonna watch it, and I never get to it. So when I finally got to it, I was actually on the treadmill. Like I was yeah. like, let me just watch these episodes on the gym and yeah. just get tuned into that. Because like, I get addicted crazy. Like I'll watch like four seasons in one night, just right. 
go so like, oh you binge like that i, I was like that with breaking bad i did yeah that with, i did yeah. i did that with breaking bad yeah i did like i, I tried watching four two episodes days. of it i couldn't really i, I got crazy. it breaking bad. I, I know it's it crazy fire. yeah Bro, i know it's past crazy. that for, yeah. like, first season once it picks up it picks up after that i heard i never went past like the episode four season one and i'm tripping off of that because i know it's great it's just one of those shows that i gotta really sit down and invest my Dive time to watch it, it. Yeah. i actually got like that with game of thrones you ever yeah. seen Game of Thrones? No. Yeah, see, that's what happened to me. The same thing that happened to you with that happened to me with Game of Thrones. We watched like four episodes and then... No, you know what, get, you know what you got my attention? And... What got my attention with Game of Thrones was like, my wife always told me like, yo, you got to watch the show. But I'm not big on Dungeons and Dragons and all that corny shit. Yeah. So I'm like, yo, when I seen it, I was like, yo, I'm cool on dragons flying. I'm, that's not my type of shit. Yeah. Right. I'm talking about the Y and Sopranos and shit like that and talking about Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> and shit. But long story short, she was like, no, you need to watch it. You're going to love it. Trust me. Trust me. So I'm big on like fighting scenes and shit like that. And you're sitting the, there the first episode, yeah, you're like, yo, the first, so the first episode, I'm watching it. And the first scene, I don't I mean, for people who never watched this, it, it's already too late. Right. But fucking, uh, <laughs> person gets his head chopped off. So I'm cleaning the house. And I was like, oh. <laughs> and I slowly right. just started going, sinking into the sofa. And I just mm. started tuning in, watching every episode of Game of Thrones. A lot of people had their, 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 their doubts about it towards the end. But for me, I loved it. I never it watched. Was, I never watched. It's it. crazy. And every time, every, every time, everybody has the same opinion. Every time I tell them about Game of Thrones, they're like, "Yo, you just need to." Yeah, nah. It's just like, and the, the great thing about that show is that you'll have a favorite character, yeah. and then that character is done. Like, it'll, <laughs> yeah, they get murked. Yeah. Like, it, oh, I mean, there's another. I mean, there's, there's a few shows like that that you'll have a favorite character, and that's it. They, that's always that's my fucking ha- least favorite thing in a movie. Like that's that's what happened to. Um, that's what happened in Euphoria. Well, we don't I, we don't know what's gonna happen yet, but in Euphoria, oh, with the, with the, brother, with the kid, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I guess spoiler alert. If yeah, it's too late. It's too but, late. But he gets murked. When they yeah, got, yeah. When they got <laughs> ashtray, when they they said they don't he's know. They don't dead. know if he's gonna. They, they don't know if he's actually dead or if he's gonna. Yo, even come with that back. episode, I was like, he was lighting them up though. Yeah, <laughs> but for what? <laughs> like when he was doing too much. Yeah, he was going. Yeah. I'm like, yo, first of all, you didn't have to stab the dude in the neck. Nah. So, I mean, like. It's too late now. The show was out there. You know what I'm saying? Like he stabbed yeah. the dude in the neck, and I'm like, "Why he do that?" Like she already gave him the heads up. Like, "Yo, you don't have don't. to do that. Just don't say nothing." Right. And the kid just was like, "Yo, fuck that. I'm gonna just kill him." And I looked at but it. I'm like, he was wild. That's why he wasn't right, bro. He wasn't right. He was a G, he but was like for what at, though? Yeah. This is yo, come on. Like this certain shit that you just gotta fall back he, on. He don't give and a fuck. And then um, Fez, Fez, that's really him. Like, like yeah, that's really like, like, like he's not an actor. Like, the, like he's like, like, he talks like that. That seventy show, like no, 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 no. You know he was a waiter, uh, right? Okay. Yeah, he was a waiter in Brooklyn. Yeah, I think it was saying he was a waiter in Brooklyn. He was a waiter in Brooklyn, but they, they he didn't go to acting school or anything. They just found him and to do that to do that role. If that role specifically matched his personality, that was that was for him because he talks and acts just like that. You saw him in the red carpet. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He was high as a kite. Same thing. I don't know if he was high as a guy or that's just who he was, who he is. Same thing on uh, Sneaker Shopping. He did Sneaker Shopping too I ain't, I seen that. Yeah. There's certain people you just can't watch because you already know you're going to get high off from just watching that. <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <laughs> like, if you watch a Kodak Black interview, you'd be like, I'm not going to get nothing out of this shit. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you don't even understand what he's the saying. The thing with Kodak, though, Kodak will, will say like a little metal, me- melody or say some shit, and it's like, damn, this is catchy. This is why he's... Oh, he'll say nice. a phrase that will be, that'll be just, a meme. Yeah, but it sticks. When was it? He he had a ski mask one time in one episode in Breakfast Club, right? He just had the ski mask on yep. the whole time. Yeah, he just pulled up with the mask, yep. <laughs> oh, and then he was on um, I think he was. I remember he was on High ninety seven, and they were they were asking. Oh him yeah, like yeah, questions yeah, yeah. And He just walked off. He walked too. off. Kodak Black is a legend, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I just never heard that's that. Mike's yeah, I never, that's Mike's boy. I never heard that. He's a le- I just look at his antics and how he carries himself. Yeah. I'm like, I fuck with him because he don't give a shit about anything. And remember, we remember in, um, this is going back, this is like 2016, I think, might be 20, I think like 2016, when we were, um, we were around with these with these with these up and coming. They were they were now they're like on. Oh yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Um, rappers from Florida, and I remember at the time he was. You asked him like, "Yo, who's who's your <laughs> like goat? Who's the one that you looking at?" And In they Florida, like, yeah. They all say Kodak. Kodak, yeah. Yeah, he runs Florida. They all. It was say, like it was like early. Uh, can we say it? Like yeah, rolling, like, rolling loud, rolling yeah. loud, early, like, like rolling, rolling loud. loud in the early stages, and yeah. we, we were in like this. Fucking grimy as an uh, Airbnb, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They were just starting off. Yeah, they were like, yeah. It was like, like they all some... stood. It, I think it, it was a tour, and it was um, they were like doing a tour at Webster, and I think it yep. was um, it was, it was like, a bunch it was of like, shit. It was like, it was like DJ Scheme and uh, yo, you know what's so funny? X. Uh, no, had not they X. Had the party um, Scheme X. Scheme X. They had it in the Airbnb. The party? No, 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 no. no they were just staying there. They were just staying there. But it's funny because Dwayne was Dwayne was doing work with them. So yeah, but it's just so funny about seeing people's early beginnings because you just like we talked about earlier. You just don't know who's going to be the next one to take it off. So you mentioned DJ Scheme, but back then it was just like a regular kid that you were just having a conversation. That he was actually the dude that I asked, like, who's the goat out in Miami? All of them say Kodak Black. Yeah. But then late years later, DJ Scheme is getting one of the biggest DJs out there as far as the, Crazy, what's yeah. coming out right now. So yeah, yeah. But that was a kid I had a question with five years ago. So you, not even five, like six, seven years ago, right? Mm. I think it was like 2016. 2016. I think it was like it might have been. Yeah, it was 2016. So yeah, I think. five years, six years. Yeah. yeah. But a, a regular humble conversation. Now oh, that was, kid, now was, that kid it was, became. It was it was a Wi-Fi funeral. That's what it was. It was Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi funeral. funeral show. But even with that. A regular humble conversation of a dude that I had no idea who he was. Yeah. Now he's one of the biggest DJs yeah. in the scene coming up. Yeah, right? getting awards and shit. Awards and all that. Awards and all that. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Yeah. I think he just him. got the he just got the BET one. Um and now he's in huge on social media too. But mention two things like DJ Scheme and Rolling Loud, two in the early, early beginnings. Yeah, so now yeah. like that's they like all the big, blew, they both blew up. Both blew up. You know what I'm right. saying? Like so you just don't know. I mean Kodak is one of my favorites, so yeah, yeah. I gotta listen to more of his shit. I just know his main songs, but I really tune into his interviews because I know there's gonna be oh, something it's so funny. there. Yeah, it's always like one of those guys. What would you say is like a top? Who's your like right now, current? You have like a top. I know everybody has their top list, has their favorites. Like you have, or do you? You just say fuck it. I listen to my, my own shit. Yo, I'm not gonna hold y'all. This is my own shit. <laughs> He's nah, 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 I'm fucking, I'm fucking, I'm fucking. Nah, yeah. Uh, as far as like it's like currently like who's doing their thing right yeah, now? Yeah, like who? Top shit? Yeah, um, or that you play or you be like you put on, uh, little baby, mm-hmm. uh, Griselda. So I'm it's like a mixture of moods. Right. So little baby Griselda. Um, I'm big on my drill shit. K Flock. Mm-hmm. Um, even Pop Smoke. God bless you know like uh, uh I've been on Pop Smoke shit early, but even now, even at, even after his passing, I'm yeah, still yeah. on his shit because I'm like yo. It's just his voice, you know what I mean? Yeah. He, he he was a kid, but it was just like he just demanded attention by his voice. It was so powerful, and even when you hear his music now, it's like kind of like it's eerie because it sounds so dark. Plus, right. what happened to him, so it it just created this whole nother mood behind it. Right. So um yeah, Pop Smoke, K Flock, as far as up and coming, um, little bit yeah. I mean yeah, pretty much that. And then yeah. even now, there's like a whole nother. I call it like a renaissance. It's like a it's like a group of other rappers that's coming up that's very traditional real hip hop. Not to say real hip hop, like hip hop traditional hip hop yeah. of uh dudes that's coming from from New York, upstate New York, Canada, all over. But it's like a 
So kind of like what Griselda is doing, but then there's like domino effect after that. So obviously Griselda being the more forefront people in the mainstream that people know from Benny to Conway to West Side Gun, you got guys after that. Not to say after, but like a domino effect of these are the guys that's, make, that's bringing traditional rap back into the scene. And then you got guys coming up younger at that too, like not just 30s or late 30s. You got dudes that's like 22, 23 that's bringing back a sound that's from the 90s. Not to say the 90s because everything evolves and progresses, yeah, but it's yeah. still got the same type of feel, feel behind it. How you did you, now, you, now what'd you say? I'm not, go ahead. I was going to say, how did you get into producing music? But um, for me, producing music came out came out really late. I mean, I got into it real late because I really started off as an A&R, like really trying to put people on, like producers and rappers, in, in, into the into the industry. Like, so I started off as a as an intern at Dev Jam, and then from Dev Jam, I ended up going to Rock Nation. So pretty much even before that, during that time of me even getting into an office, I would try to bring people from even from my neighborhood that I thought that was really dope into a record label. Just to see, like, let them know that, yo, it's possible that you can really walk into these offices because I'm here also with you. I'm, I'm, with, I'm from the same Browns as you. And um, pretty much that slowly progressed into just me going into studios, watching producers make beats. So, like, from No ID to Pharrell to, um, to Knife Wonder, like, watching these guys making beats, Timberland, like, legends. Right. Yeah. And yeah. seeing how they're making beats and how, what it takes to make beats. And me telling myself being a fly on the wall, be like, yo, I think I could do this shit. But still watching how they doing it while even being too in their face or being over people's shoulders, just watching it and um, telling myself, like, yo, I think I could do this shit. I think I could do this shit better. Who's someone that made you starstruck? I know Danny said that Andre 3K put him, like, got him shook. But yeah, who's someone who you met? Yeah, right, yeah. That's the one that I was like, I need a picture. Yo, nah, you like, got you, nah. Oh, no, so, got you, bro. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. I remember seeing that. that picture, too. Yeah. Had, it's just certain people that you just yeah. got to ignore the whole ego. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? It's just like childhood shit. Um, Raekwon, to answer your question. Mm -hmm. um, from Wu-Tang, Raekwon yeah. was like, it's crazy because I've been in the studios with Jay, with Jay-Z, and... Jay obviously is like, you know, oh shit, hove. But when I seen Raekwon, it just brought back like the 10 year old kid to me, like, oh right. shit, this dude from Wu Tang. And, and even his approach was like mad humble. It wasn't on some like, I'm too, you know what I mean? Like, I, like you know, some people have that, that's still too that, cool. that, not Especially, too yeah. cool or starstruck or like too like machismo. He was on some like, yo, what's up? Yeah, da 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 da. And I was like, I was just like, me being in, in my late 20s, like, oh shit. And I felt like a kid again. I'm like, nah, I gotta get a picture with him. I gotta get a picture with him. <laughs> and then just even having a conversation with him, just sitting down having a conversation with him, like how it was to make this, how you felt to do this, and even giving suggestions, like what are you doing now? Like, so like I'll tell him like, what album you working on now? And he'll tell me what he's doing. And then I'll be like, yo, you should work with X, Y, and Z. This is producers coming up right now. And he'll listen, but that was during, the, you know, during that time. And, me recollecting, think about that shit now. I'm like, yo, I was giving suggestions to a dude I grew up listening to, and he was listening to yeah, it. I don't know, if, I don't know if that shit made sense later on for him, but just the fact that I could say that, you know. Has there been a time like, has there been times where you might have been around somebody that that was like that you should, that you missed an opportunity that you were like, damn, I really wanted that picture, but you had to play it cool. You had to like, because mm -hmm. you've been in rooms where you've been with Nas. I was Nas. in the room. Nas was right in front of me. Jungle, his brother was right next to him, and he was like, yo, what's up, what's up? And I said, what's up? But I'm like, fucking Nas. Nas is my favorite rapper of all time. And he was right next to me, and I was like, 
it was just like that fear of like somebody you idolize, but you're afraid that they were they'll be a dick to you. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah. like, yeah, if you ask, like, 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 like yo, or the girl just saying what's up, and they the approach is all off, or you call them at the wrong day. That yeah. would fuck up my whole mental and my whole train of thought of childhood. Like, because yeah. I, I can't listen to a nonsense. Throwing away all the albums. All, all the, yeah, it'll change my whole, it. it'll change my whole train of thought of like my childhood. Like I listened to this kid, my, this dude, my whole life, and he was a dick when I met him. Yeah. Fuck him, like you know, yeah. it, I can't even, you know, I it was the, it was that fear, but him right in front of me and multiple times, and that yeah. it was just a fear of like I can't, I can't say nothing to him. It's, it has to be the right time and the right place for that. Yeah, we had one uh, one of our other guests on. He met Nas. He said he was cool, so you probably should have shot your shot. Yeah, I, 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 <laughs> yeah. Shot, shot is crazy. You, well, think, you, did right, you did the right thing though. Yeah, I mean, so there's a right they don't want to be there's in front the right of camera. Yeah, yeah. Go, place, right time, right place, and, and I go off of energy. So if it doesn't call for that, I was right next to Bone Thugs. Bone Thugs was right in front of me. And <laughs> there was one time, um, there's a picture actually. Uh, we were in Rock the Bells. There used to be a concert uh, that yep. we used to have a bunch of underground rappers rapping. And this is how I knew, like, if y'all know about Mortal Technique, he's like the yep. god of that shit. Mm-hmm. I ain't know nothing about Mortal Technique until I went to Rock the Bells. Like, they were screaming for him like he was fucking Drake. And I was like, oh, Mortal Technique? Oh, that's crazy. But long story short, right next to me and my boy was Flesh and Bone and Lazy Bone from Bone Thugs and Harmony. So my boy tried to do the sneaky photo shit, and Lazy Bone was drunk. So we have a picture of Lazy Bone putting palm in his hand on the camera, but you see his face, but the palm of his hand. And I'm like, yo, that's a crazy fucking picture they're trying yes. to grab, you know? Lazy Bone drunk trying to palm your camera, like, you know? Yes. But, but that, but a fear like that would happen with me. Like somebody I grew up listening to, been idolizing from for years, and them doing some shit like that. Because I would take it like, damn, like. Shit it on. Yeah. Shit it on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, there's, a, there's a right time and place for it too. Like when you ask for it or if it, you know. Because again, we've like been, in, certain, we've been in certain rooms where it's like, yo, you got to just know where you're at. Hell yeah. The, the crazy shit is, is when. You, like people are just disrespectful about it. You see people. I mean, you seen it. You seen people do it. They hit the, the selfie cam. They put the selfie and they put yeah. it in somebody's face. And it's like, I mean, right. if y'all ain't noticed by now, Jay Z hates p- taking pictures of random people. Like people taking random pictures of him. Like especially people that he knows. I've seen plenty of footages beforehand that people <clears> try <throat> to sneak in pictures, and he will just because they'll respect you more if you don't even ask yeah. for a picture. You know? Yeah. Or let's just say, like hypothetically, right? You are in a room with these artists. There's a sense of trust that they have amongst people in the room. So. A guy who's just don't showing pictures or video, they look at you a little weird because it's like, yo, come on, bro, you're looking like an opportunist. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. why you need to bring that camera? Like, I remember I was in the studio with Jay, and this is just me flying the wall. Not to say like I was in the studio with Jay Z, right, I'm a right. producer. That, nah, yeah. I was a fly in the wall that got invited by my man who works with Jay, and Jay was pretty much working on um, the Magna Carta album. And I remember just going on my IG and I was like, yo, why am I on my phone right now? I don't want to be that guy tucking my phone and just watch this man record because that is an experience that I could talk about years later from now just by watching him that I can have in my mind rather than just being on my phone while the greatest rapper of all time is right next to me. People want instant validation, so that's why they that's why they post. Yeah, that, how many times you hear stories of people getting kicked out of studios because they had their phone in private that big events? Sean, that Big Sean story. Exactly. That's there a was like a, there was a story with Big Sean that he brought his boy with him to the studio. They were in Hawaii. He said that they were in Hawaii and that I think it was Jay and Beyonce they were recording, and that his man put something on Twitter. Yeah. And that they found out immediately. Told him to fire oh, him. Nah. And they he had told, to fire his man. He told Big Sean they're like, "Yo, you gotta let him go." Wow. Like, or Kanye. It was Kanye. 
he had to fire his boy, like his my, that's my and right it, hand. And it, they thought they thought it was Big Sean at first. Yeah, it's like, like what are you out, doing? They found out it was yeah. his boy, and that he and, had to and fire listen, him. And there's certain times and places that you that you do those type of things, and that was not one of them. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like one one that's the best advice I ever got. Like yo, make sure you're energy going by energy. Go with what the room is saying. Mm-hmm. If you want to take a picture, then you'll know when is the right time to take a picture. And that was even before that, I was doing photography. So I would like to have the camera around me. And this is early stages of Instagram of like, yo, I want to be the first to grab these pictures and be the first to post it up at an event. So like if I'm in Summer Jam and I got my camera, I want to be the first one to take a picture of Kanye West performing and post it on my Instagram before all the other photographers is in the pit doing it. Um, But... You know, there's certain times and certain places for that. Like I said, that was a pit. So there's reasons to put pictures up. But if you're in a private <laughs> studio, yeah. Right. Yeah, you, you don't can't do that. You can't do that shit. You know what I'm saying? They're going to look nah. at you crazy. Like, yo, right. why is this dude bringing his camera, taking pictures of something that's so, that's supposed to not meant to be for to be that? Personal, yeah. yeah. Personal. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you you got to think don't... on a scale like if you, if, like, I've, if we're at my house and we're having a drink in my house chilling and you're like, yo, let's take a picture in my living room. And I'm like, why? <laughs> oh, just think like, about it like, like this, right? What? Like, like you're in you're in a platform of Kanye. Yeah. Let's just say I'm your man. I, mean, I am yeah. your man, but like, <laughs> but like you're Kanye, right. and I'm like, yo, I, I look surpass our friendship now. Right. I just want to look. Right. Let's take a picture so I can get mad likes. It's it looks corny because it's yeah, like, yo, yeah. you're my boy. Act regular. Right. Don't take pictures because I'm X, Y, and Z. Right. Be regular. Did and you there, see that? Th- oh my god. That's how most people there, are, though. There yeah, will be yeah. time. There will be time. There was one time when. Um, this is back when he was working at Rock Nation that he was at the office and I, I was in the city so I was like yo I'm gonna come check you so he's like alright who you with uh, I was like it was just me but then I think it was somebody it was me and Dwayne but it was, thinks it was somebody else that wanted to come along and I think I texted you I was like Yo, is somebody with me? I don't know. You were like, nah. <laughs> You're like, nah, just you. Just you and Dwayne. You know, one thing I learned, too, is that you can, like, going back to what we talked about earlier, yeah. like, you know when the confidence when a person comes by themselves. Right. Like, like you know, there's, like, a dude who goes on stage by himself is a sense of confidence that he has that he doesn't need his whole crew on stage. So it, sh- it shows a level of power. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't need a group of people to, to kill this show. I'm going to do this by myself with people who's going to see how powerful I kill this shit. Yeah. So, so, goes in life, right? Like if you go somewhere important, let's just say any like an event. Like mm-hmm. somebody invites you to an event. Some people like to feel secure of bringing somebody else with them just to be like, yo, I don't want to feel too awkward. Right. But then at the same time, let's just say if somebody invites you and you only and you come by yourself and you work the room, it's a sense of confidence like, oh, he is He'll, he'll figure it out. Yeah. He'll figure it out. He only X, Y, and Z to make him feel comfortable. He's already comfortable in his own skin to work the room. And that's a, for me, that's a gift, man, because there's some people that work the room and know how to talk to people that they never met and leave out of that room and people right. know who they, who they are. Being that, um, and to change the subject a little bit, but being that you had that beginning starting off as an A&R, now in the producer, now in the lane of the producer, um, and you've seen the good, bad, everything, what would you say... Is better you think it's better right now for an artist coming up you know brand new artist to come up you think it's better to have strong team strong management or you still think they still need the label no i think you should just start off as a strong team first you don't really need a manager because there's nothing to manage you got to wait until you build that foundation to the point that is undeniable like we talked about earlier To the point that you need something to manage. So let's just say this to the point that you're getting booked for this, you're getting booked for that, or you're getting photo shoot for this, or interview for this. 
it's so much that one person can handle or one pe or one group of people that can handle. So eventually you're gonna need somebody to manage that right. or to hold that down and create a schedule for somebody to go be on point because you know after a while you know if you're doing everything by yourself you're going to lose track of something yeah because we, we brought it up to zach that's what we brought it to zach yeah are we you going to be zach doing last a tour week. yeah so especially like especially if you're one person you're doing a lot let's just say if you're one person in-house like for me i'm producing i'm engineering i'm pretty much architecting what, what we got going on right outside of just being an artist you know and, yeah. I, and i'm holding down my people's also because as much as they holding me down so Right now, we're in our early stages, but we know we've been around the mix so long enough that nothing really phases us. Nothing right. really, like, oh, wow. Like, it's it's just an everyday thing to us. Like, like whatever comes to our attention is nothing big because we've been around this shit so long and we've seen stories and we heard stories of, like, we know when the bullshit comes and we know when it's real. Yeah, it ain't yeah. like we're right behind the ears to be like, yo, no, I think this might be a look. Like, mm -hmm. no, we already know in the sense of like, yo, this is, this might be it's, real and this might be bullshit. Right. So, but there's nothing to manage to answer your question. So yeah. we guess pretty much just, pretty much make a foundation for yourself first, and then when you build that foundation to the point that you build your fan base and you have shows that's already being sold out and all that shit, or you got a crazy solid fan base, you. Then you can have a conversation with it. Yeah, worry about a team and worry about a label. Don't, I, honestly, I, I wouldn't even worry about a label unless it's to the point that it's undeniable that they're giving you something that you don't even need to, need for yourself, you know, like that you can't work for yourself. Because um, sometimes you may need a label to take you to the next level as far as getting a publicist or a bigger look. Like some some places you just can't get into, like a Met Gala or or, right. or event show that... You may need a record label to push you in there to get a bigger look for a bigger fan base. But other than that, you could do all that shit. I mean, you could build your foundation by yourself first. And then once you do that, then you could dictate whatever you want if a label comes. So I suggest do that shit for yourself first. And then whatever comes later on, if it makes sense, then pretty much go with that. Chose a sheep instead. If also that said you take it because you need the ends. We scheme America the free while we keep in debt. It's possible. Anything is possible if you just push your mind to the shit. And it sounds cliche, right? But I'm going by, I'll tell you by experience, right? Like, y'all probably next to Jay Z. And then I go back to my neighborhood. This is my intern. I'm like, really? Next, like, how I am with him? Next to Jay Z watching this man record album. I mean, record a song in 15 minutes. Two minutes, two songs in 15 minutes. And I hear these stories, you documentary, but when you see it in person, it's a lot more different. Right. It's right. a lot more different. Like, even like when he did the Magna Carta album, right? I'm watching this man record it, and the day he dropped it was the next day. And I'm hearing the same song that he recorded while I'm walking to my neighborhood. People blasting the speaker. He dropped it on July 4th. Yeah, July 3rd it was pretty much while I'm walking through my neighborhood. And I'm hearing certain songs that come flex playing on the radio. And I was like, this is dead. <laughs> like, this shit's crazy. Wow, like, this shit is crazy, but it's possible. And that's why I always say, like, when I was in the position of bringing people to the label, even necessarily like they wasn't really making these numbers or making these moves that a label supposed to be paying attention to, I would bring them into an office just to let them know that it's possible. Like, yo, look at this. Yeah. So let you know that there's somebody watching. Even necessarily if I didn't know them exactly like that. Like, like they wasn't my people like that. But I thought they had the potential to make it to the next level. I still showed them that, yo, just to let you know that there's always somebody paying attention. You just don't know. If you were the type of you type of type of AR that you was at the shows. You went to you went to the Webster's. He was at Tuesday, Tuesday nights, Wednesday nights, 
I need to be the, I gotta be the point because obviously I'm slipping if I don't know this guy, who the fuck this guy is. At least I have to have some type of, even if I don't like to listen to his music, I have to be aware of who he is. So I can have that already in my thought of like, if somebody tells me who he is, like, oh yeah, I see him perform this, but not be like, oh. <laughs> That's your job to post. Like, you're not to say you have to know everybody, but you're going to do this shit for real. You should have a good sense of who you, who, who, what, who's what, what, and who's who, you know? Um, but yeah, I was big on that. Like, I like to be the first of hearing people know I have some type of familiarity of who they are. What's more rewarding? Is it more rewarding uh, when you were at A&R, you know, discovering that talent that ended up being Grammy nominated? Um, or producing, producing, producing great, producing work, <laughs> producing. You ever want to be? Don't even think about it. it. Nah, nah, nah. But did you want to be an artist yourself? Nah. I mean, you thought of that, or did you? Well, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get over that cliche of like, it's like for me now. I used to, I used to be that kid that used to look at the book covers, the the, the, the album covers, yeah. and see who produced what. So obviously, we don't have that anymore with streaming, right? So if you ever listen to my music, I got tagged. And I want you to know I did that shit. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to be like, well, shit, it's a dope song. And just keep it pushing. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Nah, like, nah, I don't want people to be familiarized with, like, yo, nah, this is my shit. But also, the artist as well. Like, I'm an artist along with, with the, I mean, I'm a producer, but I'm along with the artist. Not so just, you're trying to, so you know how, like, DJ Khaled does his thing? He does. That's perfect. That's, yeah. Exactly what you Yeah, want. pretty much. And it's, not, not as sussed like he is. Right, right. Yeah, because he goes, he go. I mean, you know, this I go crazy. I, 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 I go like crazy hard. Yeah, you know, but he, hey, yo, yo, yo super cool. Yeah. <laughs> but my thing is like, yo, like I'm not like. Listen, there's a lot of producers that have been doing it for a long time, and they just get a beat and be like, it's dope. People they have no idea. Who did. Yeah, we did. Yeah, that's yeah. why I like how he beat it down. Does it? He makes it his album. He gets them all featured on it. Yeah. And that's like the same thing that you're doing. But it's been, a, it's been a stigma of like producers like not really being noticed about what they work, who, what they did. You know? Yeah. Unless it's like obviously like Mitchell Boomin. Yeah, because Mitchell Boomin started doing the same thing, right? Yeah. Uh, but in the higher, obviously in the higher industry yeah. level, say right. Keith and all that. You know what I mean? But guys with the tags, not to say you have to do tags all the time, because I, I mean, I'm a big Alchemist fan, right? And he started off with the tags. Just Blaze is another one, but like Premier. Premier, I mean, Premier never really had a tag, but he, but he'll throw his little, you'll know, Pharrell with the four drops. Yeah, yeah. But, oh, yeah, yeah. but you, but this is the but time. You can hear, you know. Yeah, of course. So yeah. sound, you know. But this is during the time, yeah. too. And this is the time that you get to open the album to see who did the beat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not in that age now. So how you gonna find out who did the beat? Right. But you really, like searching on because the song that's when they drop their beat. And think about it, that's the most important part of the song, the beat first. Yeah. That's the song. That's what catches that's what catches right. attention. So for me, I'm trying to go against the stigma of like what's a dope beat, but not knowing who did it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like so that's why I kinda of, I put my tag in there. And at the same time I'm coming in with like a a RZA aspect, like Wu Tang. Like not to say Wu Tang because Wu Tang is Wu Tang, but RZA worked with multiple artists artists and they had their own legitimate sound separately and shit. For me, every album I do with different artists is all gonna sound different. It's yeah. not gonna sound the same way. So it's gonna show my versatility with different personalities. And that's why I say earlier that I like to have an artist in front of me so I could create something from scratch and go off a conversation. Just to say that he's an artist and we're just talking how we're talking. 
I can build over that conversation and make some shit off of our conversation that matches his personality. That's what I love about them too. About it. the, the, their group as a collective, the church, is that they're all, they all have their different personalities, they all have their different, all dope, all fire, yeah. but they all have their own thing. So, but when they're all together, it's crazy. It's different. But even with that, even outside of, uh, of my team and shit, yeah. I go with, this is going back to like this thing like the A&R. I mean, listen to their past, like any other artist I'm working with that's outside of my team, I listen to their previous projects and go with the sound that they normally sound good in. And I cater to that, but at the same time, it goes with conversation. I'm not just going to send shit and yeah. not know what they're thinking or how they feel. Music is all about feeling. So I go with feeling. I go by conversation, how that person is feeling. That's pretty much kind of like an artist, like a director and actor. Like you go with emotion, like I need this. Right. And you give me that and then I'll deliver that with plus more. I go over that feeling. So I have a conversation. Let's just say the artist is not necessarily in front of me. But I did have one like that before, like artists from Rochester and I'm in New York, in the Bronx and shit like that. Um, conversation is talk about what you want with today so I can build off of that conversation how you feel today when you want to do this shit and then make a song out of it. And the great thing is I do everything. I make a beat and I engineer. I mix vocals. Yeah, dope. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So I cater to all that shit at one time. I don't really like to depend on anybody. I can't just sit down waiting for anybody. I gotta do that shit myself. Mixing, mastering, all that shit, music, producing. Is that what kind of drove you to do uh I mean like I said before, is that kind of what drove you to go into the producer lane? When you're like, and not because it makes sense. You were you were a boxer. So yeah, I actually wanted to show kind of like because when I after my whole A&R shit that I had, um, it was kind of like a frustration that I had in the sense of like I was telling people what was dope and it all it was pretty much all the analytics and not hearing what I was hearing. So I was like, you know what? Instead of telling people, I'm gonna just show people. Like, let me just show people. And the only way to show and let people really pay attention is by doing it myself. You know how I many people say, like, yo, they critique music, and then when they do music, they're not the best at it? Yeah. If I'm gonna critique music, I gotta make sure I know how to do music also. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, there's plenty of examples of people who do who critique it or journalist music, and then when they try to do music, it ain't the best. But for me, if I'm gonna do this shit, I'm gonna make sure I'm the best at it if I'm gonna critique your songs. Especially as an AR, right? Like, I'm an AR, I'm telling you, yo, you can do this and do I gotta have some type of field of doing it myself. Cause it's kind of like a, like a sports analyst, right? Like Stephen A. Smith saying, like, yo, he, he sucked at this game, but he never played ball a day in his life. Yeah. It's a different, like, yo, know, dog, you've never been in the same field as I am. So you had no, I mean, granted, you went to school for it, you know how to talk like a journalist. But you're not in this field. It's a different type of level of respect. And I know this as an AR, if you did music beforehand, our artists would look at you different. In any spectrum, right? Like you guys, right? They're doing podcasts. Yeah. Creating your own shit, keep on doing it. Right. In the, in the beginning stages, nobody's going to understand it, but that's not, that's who cares? You got to just keep on doing it. It's right. like, until they yeah, have exactly. all the choice, but to understand it. Yeah. And my, my, my take on that is that you know, I think that if, if we don't do it, if you don't do it, somebody else is going to do it. It's probably, and, and do it better. And they will try to do it better. Yeah. Yo, that's one of my you, know, you know how many people I see that I see that have that are in the same in the same industry do the same thing? You know, this is trash. Like I'm doing way better than that, of course. But that's that's one thing I always tell myself, right? Like going back to like seeing people making beats. I'm yeah. like, yo, I feel like I could do this shit, 
and I know I can do this better. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I'm gonna do it, but I'm gonna figure it out. Right. And so when, when the time comes, I'm gonna just keep on practicing. And yeah. when the time comes, I'm gonna show people, not just tell people. I make these. I don't even have to tell people I make these no more. Just check out my shit. Just send it, like share it. And all I have to do is set the share. Yeah, you got fired, so we yeah. did it, bro. <laughs> nah, yeah, and I'm still like, I'm still progressing. Yeah. Right? There's always room to grow. Yeah, there's always yeah. In our last episode, we uh, did exactly said that the best thing you can do as an artist, like especially for like, for his thing, is um, write every day. He writes, he writes a hunk of verse every single day, and he said that's what puts him like above other people. Yeah, he just learns. Yeah, 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 that's yeah. yeah. Constantly just learning every single like. Same thing with same thing with me. Like, every single day, editing, 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 and now I'm like, well, how about like, um, or like Fifty Fifth with Rich? He said the same thing. He was like comedian, and he was like skits. He's like, oh yeah, he's like, I'll be sleeping. He said, I'll be on my sleep, and I think about skits, and I'll write it down real quick. So I did the next day. And he said he posts one every single day. Yeah. And his first one, he said, we're looking dusty. Now we're sitting there all sitting around watching him freaking die. Yeah. Listen, I, I, I. In the beginning, I was making beats every day, right? So I got better and better and better, right? And I did it for myself. It wasn't like, I'm gonna show people, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna show people how I'm doing. No, I did that shit for therapy. It was like, it was like really not something cliche. Also, it's therapeutic for me. I do this for myself first. right? And if so happens to progress past that, then that's the energy I put into it that actually people mess with, you know? And that's why I do it, I do it for me first. And pretty much whatever I put my energy into or whatever I work with, eventually, both God willing, I never looked at people giving me feedback. That's an extra plus and cherry on top of the cake. But at the end of the day, I do it for myself because it gets my mind clear, it gets me going, motivates me. I gotta do something creative. Like I've never been the type of dude to just let time pass. I always gotta do something. If I'm not making a beat, like I said, I was taking photography and I still take pictures. I still look at certain things and be like, yo, this could be. This this could be that. I can take this is a dope scenery, dope, dope backdrop. Um, when we were going through quarantine, I tried to learn how to paint, and <laughs> fucking, I'm horrible at painting. But that was like the biggest frustration because I had a vision in my head. And it was horrible. It was mad funny because like like for Valentine's Day, my wife took me to like this art and art like painting like like yeah. Oh yeah. And, and I'm painting and I had this I had this little canvas in my head that I'm gonna kill this shit. And it became the total opposite of what I envisioned and it got me angry because I'm like, yo, this fuck this shit. Like you know and my wife was like, yo, chill, it's gonna be like a pain. No, and that's not and that was personal. Like, you know, I wanted this shit to be dope. And this shit came out trash. But listen, I'm not a stick figure. Yeah, yeah, it was bad. <laughs> That's what I'm telling you, happen. Yo, listen, but I gotta do something creative. I gotta going back to even doing video, right? Like, like my boys learn how to edit video because we like to do everything for ourselves in house. I don't like to depend on people, but there's certain things that you need to depend on certain people. Um, and I'm fortunate enough to have Dwayne Plains, other artists that really mess with our music. To give us some dope artwork that is not cliche and hypothetical. Like even if they can't make, if they're busy, I'm a photographer, so you can take pictures of anything and make it into a dope artwork, depending on how your vision is. And I've done plenty of artwork that became part of my albums that I worked with, uh, with other people that I just took the picture and added some backdrops and made it into artwork. You know, so there's no, there's no excuse. You can find ways to make shit look dope. 
But for me, my, the way my mind works, I gotta do something creative. I just can't sit down with a top pad because then I'll be, I'll really go crazy. Like, yo, well, what's life at this point? You know what I mean? I can't just live my life just waiting for shit to pass. You gotta argue with the what else either. What, never want to be the what else. Hell no, man. Like, yeah, time is the most important thing. Time, as you, you get older, go by and nothing's yeah. happening, you're yeah. just wasting time. Listen, time, and as you get older, you realize how time is precious, right? Yeah. Like, how many times, like, you see, like, I could did this and I didn't do it, and you're already 50 years old, 60, which is not wrong with that. Right. It's only the age is no limit, but at the same time, if you could experience it now, do it now if you can't so you might talk about those memories later on because like in life all we have is memories right yeah absolutely. and you can stand memories and wisdom memories that you can live by and wisdom you can pass on to other people so i go by that especially more than ever that's the only thing we have in life so when i when i experience anything i like to pass it down i don't like to keep it in because god bless god forbid something happens to me where's that wisdom going to to myself yeah, exactly that shit, don't, that shit ain't gonna try to go anywhere yeah you know, how's that gonna make somebody else better so if anybody needs advice for me, I'm not gonna just give advice that just anybody, like some mojo who does not, not gonna use it. Right. But somebody who really needs the advice or, or the build up that they're doing something for themselves, I could, I have no problem just telling my experience of this can happen and you can do this. Not to necessarily tell you like, yo, this is gonna happen, but this is my experience. Just take that and run with it, and whatever you experience, you use that and go along with that. Yeah, it just gets passed on. It gets passed well, on. That, yeah. that's, that's what we have in life is to pass on. Please. Exactly, yeah. That's one thing that we mentioned in the last episode um, where it's like, I don't want to help someone isn't is willing to help himself. So, like, why the hell would I sit there and even waste my breath trying to tell you something? I already told you six times, and you did not do anything about it. That's, oh, one, yeah. that's one of my biggest frustrations in people. Like you give them wisdom and give them knowledge or give them some type of guidance, and it's like one year out the other. You know, I hate people like that. I mean, hate is a strong word. I fucking that, that is like one of them. It, it yeah. bothers me. You know what I mean? Like, but like I said, I go by motivation. So if I'm already like that type of person that wants it, wants it so bad, like I, I gotta get it. And if I see the same person with that same type of energy. Oh, we can transfer that energy and make us each other get better off of that. Like whatever you're experiencing, you're gonna make me more sharper and vice versa. So if you're not following what I'm trying to do, then what's the purpose of that? And exactly. that could, if you if you're with that person all the time too, that can just put you even put you down more from what you're supposed to really be expecting from yourself. That's what I'm saying. And you are the company you keep. Yeah. So if you're around people who's not motivated, how's that gonna make you exactly. progress yeah. like, You know what I mean? Yeah. Are you going to be the only one that wants to get it? Then you're going to have to change your circle. Yeah. And I learned also a lot of times that people you come up come up with are necessarily not going to be the people that are going to be with you later on. So things change. My main thing is, is like, listen, it's a process. You got to keep on going with the process, and you got to work for it. And when it's your time, yeah, you're already ready. Depending on what kind of person you are, I'm ready because I already know what it takes to take it to the next level. I'm ready, but I don't know when it's the time. But I got you on work. Yeah, it's gonna happen. I know where you want it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But that comes with faith. That comes with working for it, and that comes with the people that you're around with. That have great energy to end up taking it to the next level because energy does travel. And I'm always big on that. I gotta keep the right people around me to get my mind keep on elevating. Exactly. If you have people that's gonna bring you down, then you want to stay down, depending on the person that you are. Me, I'm not that type of person. So once I see somebody trying to bring me down, fuck them. Cut them off. Yeah. That's, that's what we do. That's what we do. We talk about that all the time. Quick, quick, quick. I don't waste no time. 
I gotta keep on going. This whatever holding me down, I gotta eliminate it as fast as possible. Right away. Right away. Right away. So I mean, like I say, going back to energy. If you got the right energy around me, we're gonna go together and we're gonna to build together. Because I'm not one of those dudes also that just keep moving with people that I came up with. You came up with me at the same time and you worked for this, we're together. I mean, I go by signs I'm a Leo, so I'm fucking loyal and I'm fucking passionate with who I'm around with. You know what I mean? Like I'm bitch. You with me, but with me to the end. You know what I'm saying? So that sounds too fucking impressive. You know, like you know, some three hundred shit, like yeah, yeah. squatting <laughs> shit. You know, like you know, and he's not, he's not lying because we got close, like that was for like seven years. Seven, seven years, yeah, it's a, a while now. And even when he was starting, when he was like from getting to producing and building his team and building stuff, he was like, man, it's it's, it's strictly in house. He goes, I'm not fucking with nobody. He said it's. It's us, Dwayne. He's like, he's like, if it's dull, y'all it. blue. He's like, we're not. He said, this is it. Whatever confidence that, that that's a plus. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's it. You know, but at the same time, yo, yo, listen, we're here to grow. So whatever we can do, to whoever progresses after that, yeah. we'll take it to the next level. But it's a step process. It's like it's a process. That's good. I think uh, <laughs> we did. We probably ended up on that. Yeah. And then, and then I'm. You would let him know we gotta get him yeah, on yeah, the drop, drop yeah. Long way to reach out him. Went up yesterday. We go got that on SlaveSpanishRain.com. Where else can they find your music? Oh, yeah, I have Spotify, Twitter, SpanishRain. Uh, I'm about to say Tinder, it's on Tidal. I think I know that too. Tinder. <laughs> 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 you find me Tinder. Absolute, a super villain never had the suit. Oh, you thought I was just passing through? Shit, pay some toes to the trolls, full control on the goals. Those opposed had no attributes. <laughs>